0: Welcome to Double Technical Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Lucas Fryman. I hope everyone had a fantastic week. I hope you're having a fantastic Friday so far. As you know, that we always like to start the show by talking about the local teams. The local teams are brought to you by SeatGeek. Don't forget to use code DoubleTechnical to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Now, we gotta talk about UK to start. And who better than to talk about UK then? than the man, the myth, the legend. I know that's very generic, but I am running out of cool things to say. Michael McCarthy, thank you for (laughs) joining us on the show, sir. How are you doing today? Or I should say this evening. We're we're not even going to be shy about it. We're filming the night before.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Glad to be on here.
0: All right. So. It, it's it's been a few weeks, and so I have just been patiently waiting. My my life has been crumbling and falling apart without your knowledge. I I just don't know how to feel about anything, Kentucky. So first, I want to start on a very brief but bright point. Um, I talked about last week how Josh Allen was able to win the Bennerick Award for best defensive player. Uh, what is just your thought about UK's football season as it's you know heading into the the bowl game and, you know, how they're getting all these awards and everything, you know, what were your thoughts about that?
1: Uh, Yeah. Like I'm excited about the bowl game, but I honestly, I mean, this season was amazing. I don't even care what happens in the bowl game. I'd (laughs) love to beat them, you know, getting a, you know, a win like that would be great. But Uh after the season, we just had, we won nine games. It's
0: uh, never do that. No, I was not expecting that this year.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I was not at all. So in all these awards and then the All-American list, there's only like two schools that have more All-Americans than us, and they're Alabama and Clemson. Are you kidding me?
0: Wow. Hold, like, where did you pull that stat line? That's pretty deep.
1: Yeah, wow. I, oh, I saw that one on Twitter. I'm not going to take credit for <laughs> digging there. But, uh, yeah, no, it's stuff like that that these te- this team is getting. That's just amazing. I, I'm just excited about it. It's fun.
0: I just, I, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that, you know, UK would have put themselves in a position to be competitive in the sec, I would have laughed at you. Yeah. And so just the fact that they turn it around is really unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it really is. It was a great season. And I really hope Allen does. I'm assuming he's going to participate in the combine stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think right now he's looking at what, like a top five pick. Like around five or six.
0: Uh, yeah, they're saying up there. Actually, part of the discussion is he may drop down to like ten, right around where my Bengals are picking. So I would love to snatch him.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Um, that yeah, he would be awesome since he. Um, I, but I I just hope he does great at the combine because I mean it's not unheard of for a player of his position to go one or two.
0: Oh, I mean and that would just be amazing. He is, I think. He's going to be one of those people that, you know, obviously everyone knows he's good, but I think as he gets into the combine and as people start seeing his intelligence, I'm sure behind the scene, I I, I agree with you. I bet his stock just continues to move up. And we're talking about maybe having a UK player being picked number one, number two in the draft, which, again, never would have thought that. Yeah.
1: And, well, it's hopefully they watch the highlights because. It wasn't that he just impacted games; it was when he impacted games.
0: It was it always was when it mattered. When,
1: it was always when it mattered in that you know fourth quarter when the other team's driving and we're like, oh my gosh, we're gonna blow this. Then he gets a sack. It's just, <laughs> it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, he's just uncanny. I, I, I just can't believe you know that was a great find. UK, they did good there, and I hope they keep You're, doing that. Didn't we
1: get him over Monmouth?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> let, let's let's not I think he was a 2-star or 3-star recruit, so that's probably why too. But yeah, people yeah, miss things, yeah. man. People miss. So, yeah. Enough about football. The thing that I have been really dying to talk to you about is basketball. Now, there's a lot to talk about, but I want to kind of break this down in chronological order. So, last time I talked to you was right before UNC Greensboro. I'm not too worried about talking about that game, but the game yeah. after that, Seaton Hall Number nine, Kentucky at the time, went into overtime, crazy game with last-second threes, everything, this, that, and the other, and we end up dropping 84-83 to to Seton Hall. What was your thoughts while watching that game and what was happening, and why do you think ultimately we failed to get over this team that we should have beat? I I thought it was going to be close, but we should have beat them.
1: Yeah, we should have won that game. The, this one's gonna hurt, especially come um, seeding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, th- this is that that one drops us. Um, I you know I don't know what's wrong with the team. Um, they're not playing anywhere near their potential, and we can't get more than one or two players to play good in the game at at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that hurts. I mean, Tyler Hero can't hit a shot right now. That that hurts. Yeah. Um, you know, just, it seems like, you know, it's up and down with players having good games and then bad games and we can't put, I mean, we're basically playing three on five because we are only having three players play well at a time. So it's hurting us.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you there. What about our, uh, we, we've talked about it countless times. How has Cal not fixed their perimeter defense?
1: I mean, that comes to, we have guards that can't guard people. I mean, it, it's, that's an
0: interesting we, sentence, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, it, it's it, that's what it comes down to is we have a couple guards on the team. Well, one last now, but we have, you know, some players who don't play defensive well at all and they're good offensively. So we need them on the court, but they just can't guard anyone.
0: <sighs> I just,
1: I don't know how much you teach that. Like, I, I don't know. Hopefully it'll click. I, I think and I know we're going to talk about this in a minute about Quad A, but I, I think having the right players on the court is going to be important for this Kentucky team. Mm-hmm. And I think I think instead of waiting until February, is usually when Cal gets his, like, six mm-hmm. players that he likes to play, and then he has them run through the tournament. I, I think maybe we need to go ahead and find those six or seven right now and not do as much rotating. Yeah and let those guys, you know, mold into a better unit.
0: So, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and s- switch over into quade since you brought him up. Um, do you think, uh, I'll kind of lead it with this. Like, do you think that part of our issue is that we have like a cohesive problem right now? Or do you think that this is just the players just aren't playing up to their potential? Um, you know, I, like I, I read that, Quate leaving wasn't like that he was actually toxic or anything, but I didn't know if you had an opinion on that.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I read the same stuff. Um, I, I don't necessarily think toxic, but,
0: okay, is
1: an interesting person because, you know, everything seems, you know, to come out that he's a great kid and he's got talent, but he really wasn't doing a ton for us. Um, I mean, you're talking about a guy, he was fifth in scoring. For us this season mm-hmm. on the season. He has 21 assists and 21 turnovers. He's Ouch. seventh, Yeah. And, he, and he's the seventh player on the team in minutes. So the other guards are averaging more minutes than him. And he still is killing us with the turnovers. So I think it all comes down to is sometimes addition by subtraction. He almost transferred in the off season. Mm-hmm. He comes back. He hasn't been happy. He's been losing minutes. The guards are all fighting for their minutes. This subtraction of him, I mean, if he's not happy, the kid should be happy. So if going somewhere else makes him happy, I'm all for it. You know, more power to the guy. Definitely. And this might ease things a little bit for the guards, because now there's one less guy in the rotation. So now we kind of can establish a little bit more what our guard play is going to look like.
0: I see what you're getting at. Yeah, there's, there's no more like questions. You know, now, now we have, okay, this is what we got. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and, and
1: I would sometimes come in and go off and score a bunch of points, Mm. but like, you know, what I was saying earlier, he can't guard anyone. So, you know, you know, you're going to be giving up some points as opposed to Hagen's, which can guard everyone.
0: Now a little question, how you were saying how Hero's just been so bad. I mean, historically bad shooting, especially at the three, which (laughs) is what he's known for. Yeah. Um, do you think Cal really needs to think about uh, taking him out and just starting quickly from now on?
1: Well, I mean, Quigley's not shooting any better. so and A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, you know, if you listen to shooters, mm-hmm. they all say they, the only way to get themselves out of a slump is to shoot themselves out. Yeah, And we know the talent's there. And I don't know how true this is because obviously I don't have access to practices or anything. But um, some of the, you know, other Kentucky sports shows and everything are talking about how they've changed his shot to make it quicker. So I don't know if that's the issue. Um, I don't know what it is, but Hero's got the talent. I think we just need to let him shoot his way out of it and just we're going to have to live with the misses right now.
0: That's hard. Uh, changing a shot, though, that's that's dangerous. I, I do you watch much NBA, sir?
1: Oh, I love the NBA.
0: Okay. Whoa. Okay, that's good to know. That that's really <laughs> good to know. Okay, I might have to bring you back sometime for <laughs> NBA, not just UK. So, but you know, with Markel Fultz, you know, changing a shot is kind of dangerous, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And he's probably the extreme on what can go wrong with that. True. Um. But in they said that they did the same thing with Murray when he was with us, oh really, and he shot great, so I don't know.
0: <sighs> man i don't, I don't know, just this this thing it just upsets me, man, it just uh okay, you're really good about this how okay. <laughs> How can you try to rein in all of the big blue nation uh fans who were just? Uh, dying basically after that loss to Seton Hall oh man okay well we have Utah's not good that helps
1: ah, sorry um, You're yeah, fine. Utah's not very good so we will hopefully have a pretty good game and a pretty easy win on um, Saturday mm-hmm. so that should help give us a little bit more momentum and honestly we're going to have to beat somebody if you want people to get excited again, we need to beat North Carolina and Louisville.
0: Do you think we will?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it could go either way. Um, Gosh,
0: that makes me it really nervous. could.
1: Yeah, I know this. This could be a team that only loses a couple more games, or this could be an 11, 11 lost team at the end of this regular season. I, I they really are gonna. I, I really honestly don't know at this point.
0: <laughs> it's kind of up in the air.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, I think North Carolina is going to be huge. Because even if we lose North Carolina, if we're in it and we look good and it comes down to the end, I'm going to take that as a positive. Yeah. But if North Carolina just destroys us, then we have some serious issues.
0: Yeah. That, that, that is honestly kind of what I, I was talking to someone else today about is, you know, I'm just afraid. I'm like you. I think Utah is a good game to get back on track but that North Carolina Louisville even though Louisville has not been great this year that's all you know that's always a rivalry so they they step up and then we also have Alabama who is not a team to snuff at we that could potentially be 3 Ls in a row like that would be horrific for this team
1: it really would yeah um i i, I think we can handle Alabama i'm not as worried about them mm-hmm. um Louisville's playing good basketball right now actually which that pains me to physically say. <laughs> well, but,
0: you um, can also mention though that they lost to UCF, so
1: that's very true. That's very true. So,
0: but it, I don't know. It's it's going to be uh, definitely a hard fought road. We we need to get back together and just just. Just get better. I mean, that's the only yeah, way mean, that I can say it.
1: Yeah. The, the talent's there. I feel like, see, I, I've even depressed myself a little bit on, on this conversation. Like, the <laughs> talent is there. We we should be good, and I think we can be. I just, um, it, it'll come together. I have faith. December's always the month that we get better. So ah. we still have half the month left. So we'll
0: <laughs> I was about to say, we didn't start it off very good, sir.
1: Yeah, no, we've got – no, the second half's when we're going to be better this year. okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I, I like the, the editing there of the thought. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> real quick before I let you go, one thing that I did want to talk about is uh, how Tennessee downed Kinzaga, um a few nights ago. Yeah. If uh, Kentucky does figure things out and they, they start playing to their potential – and, you know, we get almost to like last year where we have to play Tennessee in the SEC championship game. Do you think that at a, uh, a strong Kentucky team can go up against this veteran Tennessee team?
1: I do, because I, I think the way Tennessee has been killing us the past few years is by pushing us around on the inside. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we have, you know, Travis, which is a man down there. True. So I, I don't think we're going to be able to be pushed around as much as we had been. So if we can get our shooting worked out, get our turnovers down, and just play with better IQ, then no, I, I, we're good enough to beat anybody in the country. It's, you know, whether or not we're going to be there, mm-hmm. well, you know, is to be seen. But I, I think we're built to beat Tennessee. I, I, they're very good and they'll be hard to beat, but I, I think we are built to beat them this year.
0: Do you want a, a, an actually A very interesting little factoid Even though we do not play them until What February I think Yeah Yeah. Uh, we are actually favorited still <laughs> Oh wow okay We we are uh, favorited According to ESPN's power projector It is a 56% chance That UK wins this game
1: I think it's fair to say That ESPN has not been updating Their February <laughs> games <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. You know what? You're probably right. Some person's <laughs> like, they're going to hear this. They're going to be like, what is this? You you need to go update this. You haven't been doing your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that, that's a, that's probably very accurate, but I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Michael. You always come with the facts. So thank you for joining the show. Any last little bit you want to say before I let this UK segment come to an end?
1: Not really. I just uh, the Utah game, I really hope that Hero goes off and scores, you know, a good twenty five for us and gets back in the group.
0: Fingers crossed, we will all be watching. It is on ESP ES- I cannot talk. ESPN two at five o'clock on Saturday. And yes, I could not agree with you more. Please let us get back on the right track. I'm just now like pleading. Is that sad of me?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we only have two losses.
0: I know. We're I not. Know. Yeah, we're I not
1: in a horrible position, but we're Kentucky. We don't want any losses.
0: I know. We we want that thirty-eight and one that should have been forty. You no, know, but let's not talk about that. So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: All right, sir. Well, thank you for uh coming on. We will make sure to get you on again next Friday. That way, we can get your expert analysis. So you have a great Friday and a great weekend, sir. Thank you again for joining the show.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Lucas. Right.
0: Bye. All right, everybody, that was Michael McCarty giving you his UK knowledge. He's always coming with the facts. And, again, this local portion is always sponsored by SeatGeek. Use code DOUBLETECHNICAL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back and talk about the rest of the local squads. Welcome back to the Double Technical Podcast, everybody. Thank you for uh, letting me take that quick break because I was parched and yeah, I I needed a moment, okay? Don't judge me. Alright, sorry to be dramatic like I am, but um before I dive into the rest of the local hour brought to you by SeatGeek, um I do want to really quickly mention that the DoubleTechnicalPodcast.com website um, had to go bye-bye. Simply put, um, because I'll be real with uh, the listeners, uh, just it's a money thing. Still haven't found a way to quite monetize this podcast enough to make money. Um, So I had to get rid of things uh cuz i couldn't afford to keep paying for it but you know we're still going to be on all the different social medias um and we'll uh be uploading to uh anchor soundcloud and i uh apple podcast so that's all the different uh places to listen anchor is actually our new hosting site so we appreciate if you check us out there um That's actually where we're trying to monetize, where we can actually start getting some money. Um, And there's actually a portion if you want to. Obviously, you do not have to, um, but we'd love it. You can actually support us um, by donating and subscribing to our Anchor channel. But anyways, back to the news. And the local news that I want to talk about is uh, briefly about NKU. NKU is going up against Miami, uh, Ohio on Sunday at 7 o'clock. I think that that is going to be a very important game. I I talked about it a lot on Monday, but they need to get back on track. Two straight losses. um, This is just a good way to remind themselves how to win, how to play successfully. And I just think that it'll be very beneficiary for them come. you know, just this this run that they're about to go on versus some good teams like IUPUI. Um, USC is not the greatest, but, um, you know, they're definitely getting ready to start um, conference play. And so they just need to start out on the right foot. So hopefully NKU is able to rebound and get back to top form. Now on to none other than the Bengals. Bengals as we know play the Raiders, the 3 and 10 Raiders go against the 5 and 8 Bengals. Bengals are favored by 3 points. <sighs> it's just so hard to talk about this, man. Um Raiders though did uh, somehow beat the Steelers last week, so that is something to remind ourselves that we are very very capable of losing this game. Um it definitely would be a great momentum boost if we're able to get a win. Um, It actually keeps our, quote-unquote, playoff chances alive, even though we would have to have a lot of things happen for our continued chance to stay alive. But this is a game that I, I thought would be the best one to win down this stretch, but with how we've been playing, I even said a few weeks ago that now the just the way that we're doing the way that, you know, we've ended AJ Green's season, ended Andy's season, I see us losing this game to the Raiders. They're coming in with a lot of confidence. Um and honestly, I'm at the point now where I just want the Bengals to lose out so we can hopefully get a good, very, very good draft spot with all these teams who are down at the bottom actually winning games, and that's moving us closer to the top of the draft. So I call it negative, call it what you want, but I want the Penguins to lose, man. I want a better draft pick after everything that we've been through um this year and what we got lying ahead for us. So that's uh that's really all that I wanted to talk about as far as local stuff. Um obviously there 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 wasn't too much to talk about, but I spent a lot of time talking about UK with Michael because he's a great guy. He comes with all the facts and I mean, who better than to talk to hopefully we'll be able to get Brian on um, Monday to, to review bangles and talk a little bit more about everything. Um, but yeah, so that concludes today's local hour again, brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and enter code double technical for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Um, please. Follow us on all the different social medias and, you know, make sure to like, share this episode and you can support us on anchor if you would like. And, uh, yeah. So I'm going to take a quick break again. Uh, and then I am going to come back and we are going to talk about my NFL predictions for the week and maybe some NBA news as I will search and see if there's anything worth talking about. So This is Double Technical Podcast, and I'll be right back after this. Alright, welcome back everyone. It is time to talk, well we usually would talk college football, but we are in a hiatus as we wait for it to get closer to the new year, and then we will talk about those games. So, we have no other choice but to talk about... NFL. Now full disclosure to everybody because I you know just feel like that's appropriate and nice to do. I am recording this the night before because I have a busy work schedule with a peak at my job. So currently the Chiefs are winning versus the Chargers. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and say The Chiefs beat the Chargers? Uh, We'll see if history proves me right or very, very wrong. Um, They have about 10 minutes left in the fourth, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Maybe by the time I'm done with the show, the the conclusion will have happened. So, take a deep breath, Lucas. Here we go. I got to... Hold on. Let me get a pencil or pen. Whatever. I got to write down my pick so I can tell you all if I was right or wrong on Monday. So uh, kind of a weird situation, actually. We have some Saturday games to kick things off. We have two Saturday games, uh, Texas versus the Jets, and then Browns versus the Broncos. The first one is the Texans versus the Jets. Um, Jets are uh, uh, six-and-a-half-point underdogs. I think Houston is looking for some revenge, and so I think that they come out and they win by at least – two touchdowns uh over the jets i do not see them dropping another one and i see them very very passionate about taking care of business after being stunned by the colts last week then we have the browns versus the broncos denver is favored by two and a half points i am taking the browns in this game they're getting two and a half points but I think that they actually win the game outright, and I think they continue this outrageous streak that they are on ever since firing Hugh Jackson. I think that that was a callous. I think that was something that they have used to motivate themselves. And ultimately, I think that they have a potential, depending on how things work out, to actually end up winning the AFC North. But that, that's a long, crazy road for that to happen. Obviously, I have uh, the Raiders uh, pl- plus three against the Bengals. Uh, I just feel like they're they're going to take care of business. Uh, Packers are going up against the Bears. Chicago is minus six. I have the B- Da Bears winning uh, and winning the game uh, by probably a touchdown. I don't know how well Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I know they looked great last week, but I do not see that being reciprocated this weekend. And by the way, we're to Sunday games now. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Uh, Then we have the Lions going up against the Bills. Buffalo is negative two. I'm going to take the Lions in this game. I think the Lions uh, win the game outright, and I'll take that added two points on top of it. Then we have the Buccaneers going up against the Ravens. I'm going to take... The Buccaneers in this game, not to win it all, but near, but for the spread. The spread is seven and a half points in favor of Baltimore. I do not think that they win the game by more than a touchdown. I think they maybe win by a touchdown, if not by a field goal. So I'm going to take the Buccaneers as far as playing the spread. And remember, everyone, this is for entertainment purposes only. I, you know, this is just for fun. <laughs> Then we have the 3-10 Cardinals going up against the 4-9 Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is favored by 9.5 points. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little risky here. I'm going to take ATL minus 9.5. Hopefully Julio and Matt Ryan actually have a decent game and uh, take care of business for me. Then we have the football Titans 7-6 who always find some way to win. And the New York Giants who are hot, hot, hot as i called their last few victories i think that the new york giants get another victory over the titans as they are actually two point favorites in that matchup i think they win by a touchdown then we have the dolphins coming off the craziest hail mary or not hail mary but um lateral play uh in the in since um the music city miracle So that was crazy last week. I definitely think they ride that momentum. The Vikings were so bad, so, so bad versus the Rams uh, or not Rams versus the Bears. And I think that the Dolphins ride this hot streak and they win the game outright, but if not, the, they, (laughs) uh, Minnesota still has to give me seven and a half points. So I think that they win in one way or the other. Uh, then we have the Redskins going up against the Jaguars. The Jaguars are favored by 7.5 points. I am going to take the Jaguars minus 7.5. The Redskins are horrendous. Mark Sanchez is our quarterback. Do I need to say any more? Probably not. Um, then we have the Cowboys going up against the Hot Colt. This game is a pick-em. There is no separation. I am going to go with the Cowboys. Amari Cooper, man, has been uh, a point of change. I I honestly questioned the move at first and questioned what Jerry Jones was doing, but, man, this has sparked uh, Ezekiel Elliott. This has sparked Dak. This has made this offense powerful again and thus made their defense more stronger as the offense can sustain drives, give them rest, and let them be more effective. Then we have the Seahawks going up against the 49ers. Seahawks are favored by three and a half points. I'm easily taking the Seahawks on this one. Do not know how this spread is not bigger, but the Seahawks win by a touchdown or more. Patriots versus Steelers. Patriots are favored by two and a half points. I think the Patriots win by a field goal, so I am taking them in this matchup. Uh, Eagles versus Rams. NFC potential championship matchup that we thought at the beginning of the year but the Eagles just have not been the same Carson Wentz is having injury issues once more and I feel so bad because I want him to succeed guys I really like Carson Wentz and just him not being healthy really bothers me and I and I hope that maybe he can take off the rest of this year as I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs and come back fully, fully healthy and not push himself like he did this year. He needs to get healthy. So I'm going to take the Rams. Even though they are minus 11 and a half, I think that they win handedly in this game. And then, Monday Night Football we have the Saints versus the Panthers. Saints are minus 6. I am easily taking the Saints there. They win this game by 14 or more and end really, really in. Cam Newton in the Panthers playoffs. Yeah. Did you hear me set down that pin? I set that pin down with authority. So that's, uh, that is pretty much it. Uh, as I am wrapping up, Kansas city is now up twenty-eight to 14, which I know again, you guys are going to be listening to this after the entire game. So who cares? But, um, no real NBA news to talk about. Uh, I went through, looked everything, uh, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade played their last game together. I guess that's the one thing I do want to talk about. Um, Dwayne Wade, in my opinion, is the third, if not second best shooting guard in NBA history behind MJ and maybe tied with Kobe. I know Kobe has more rings, but to be a hundred percent honest, if you put Dwayne Wade on the teams that Kobe were on, I think Dwayne Wade ends up with more championships than Kobe did. Um He's just a great, great, phenomenal player. He's my favorite player of all time and will always be. I've always loved him more than anyone else and always supported him. Um, and seeing him and LeBron, who are two great friends, they've been through up and ups and downs with LeBron leaving him and uh, you know, things not working well in Cleveland last year, just a lot of things that most pe- people would not be able to handle with their friendships, very tumultuous, tumultuous. I don't know. How do I use big words, guys? I don't know. Um, but either way, they they had a great moment, hugged it out at the end of the game, um, and celebrated together with a nice dinner afterwards. Uh two great players. Um, but my my the best player of all time, in my opinion, D Wade. Um he's just great guy and I'm loving seeing this in the tour and yeah, just had to give him a shout out. So this is the Double Technical Podcast, everybody. I hope you have a fantastic Friday. Um, And a great weekend as well. I will be talking to you all Monday about all the craziness that happens in between now and then. Um, So you take care. Please join the debate by commenting, liking, sharing, subscribing, supporting, doing whatever you can. Please. It really helps us. And please join the debate by calling 513-788-1490. That's 513-788-1490. And join the show with one of your takes that we can plug in. And a little bit of a surprise is coming your way Monday, so I hope you guys stick around to find out what it is. So have a great weekend. This is Lucas Fryman. This is Double of a Podcast, and peace out.